Good morning. You're listening to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Santo Tercivius, an economist that tracks the U.S. flooring market. Santo, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Kemp. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, today is two weeks before Christmas Day. Are you ready? I'm never ready. I'm a last-minute kind of guy. Okay. Well, I'm talking to you today because you've just published your fourth quarter U.S. market report that takes a look at not only you know where we are now, but where we're headed. And I thought the listeners might want to hear a little bit about what you're thinking. Give us a couple of highlights. Well, the one thing that's a very strong plus for the U.S. economy is that the Fed is doing a credible job in pulling down inflation. It was at 8% last year. It's down to 3.6% in the last quarter. Uh, that is a very good thing for the economy because inflation is terrible nemesis. On the other side, these are contradictions that abound in the U.S. economy, is we've got deficit spending that is driving up the uh, U.S. debt. That's never a good thing. As a matter of fact, the U.S. sovereign debt rating was just reduced from AAA to AA+, and we're paying right now Uh, 14% of government tax revenues are going to interest. And if we keep going the way we're going, it's going to rise to 18 to 20%. So that's going right out uh, to pay off interest on our debt. And that's taking away from investment in important uh, items in the economy. Dollars uh, weakening because of inflation. Therefore, import prices are going up. Uh, interest rates are going up, and the U.S. dollar is under threat as the world reserve currency. That helps a lot to buoy the dollar's value because when countries are trade, when Britain is trading with a country in Africa, they use the U.S. dollar to pay off the trade debt. Mm-hmm. If they're buying cotton, they use the U.S. dollar to pay for that. And that creates a demand for dollars. If we lose that status, the dollar will really plunge because the demand for dollars will go down. But on the other hand, employment is going up. It's going up at a slower rate, to be sure. But we have unemployment down at 3.8%, and labor participation is approaching 63%. That's causing income to rise. Even though it's rising slower than inflation, it's rising. I don't know if you saw an article this weekend in Wall Street Journal that said that we're building these mega plants in the United States right now, and they're massive plants, uh, Hyundai, you know, in Savannah, and they're wondering if they can be able to find employees to work in the factories. I know. Everybody I talk to, nobody can find workers. Um, I don't understand how people are making ends meet, but, well, one of the ways people that are working, saw a study from the federal government, 5% of the workforce has two or more jobs. They're doing it for more income, and they're doing it for job security in case one of their jobs goes bye-bye. But that's helping consumer spending, even though that's weakening right now. And you will see that, if we haven't already, in remodeling. Uh, But the other good thing is housing starts, even though they're down, we're still at 1.3 million units. So um, that's a good thing. And it's skewing towards single-family homes, which is also a good thing. Yeah, they're bigger. Um, they're twice, almost twice as big as a multifamily. So, yeah, you gotta like that. Uh, even though interest rates are around six percent, households mm-hmm. are able to handle that because 
they have uh, in a lot of cases they have equity built up and they can buy down the interest rate or the builders will buy down the interest rate the problem area right now is uh, also is non-residential construction with interest rates and prime rate being about 8% high office vacancy rates and e-commerce growing and tax revenue slowing some segments of the building uh, market are going to get hit, but not education, not public safety, and not uh, transportation facilities, train stations, and airports. We're going to see some slowing, though, and we have already in retail and offices and healthcare. With the world economy slowing down, that's going to impact international trade. To basically, yep. we're heading for a slowdown. I don't think a recession. I don't see a recession, although there's a big potential for that if things don't keep going the way they're going and our assumptions get messed up. Assuming okay. no major shifts in the economy or catastrophes, we're looking at a slowdown in 2024. Okay, we're in one now, so it's probably going to be, according to a lot of folks, and I think you agree, we're going to be moving sideways. I don't know if it's going to get any worse, but it's certainly not going to get any better till the middle of the next year, right? That's right. Uh, maybe even towards the end, the second half of the year. Again, that all depends on a lot of variables, which are very, very hard to forecast. Um, but yeah, right now it looks like what you said is going to happen. On the on the flooring uh-huh. side, though, um, we're seeing more domestic production, at least in LVT and ceramic tile. That's good. Yeah. Because of that and other reasons, imports are down. Imports are down 27% in dollars and 14% in units. Total exports are down 9%. Yeah, everything is slowing down to be sure. Even though flooring imports were down 27%, total US exports are only down 7 So flooring is getting hit harder. It's a item that can be put off when people are strapped. They make priorities in their spending and one of the things they'll put off is you know, remodeling. That's hurting imports. So it's the end of the year, and in twenty in two hundred two two, our read was this was a twenty eight billion dollar industry, and you're saying that in two hundred two three, when we get all the numbers together, it's going to shrink, and it's probably going to shrink by between ten and fourteen percent. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, right now total consumption is down when you factor in domestic shipments and exports. It's down about eleven percent, whatever that comes to, down three billion from 28 yeah. billion. Yeah, I mean, you talk to a lot of people and everybody's tightening their belts right now. So. And they're talking this weekend about the fact the feds are already thinking about potentially lowering interest rates. So it could be that the second half of 24 with lower interest rates, at least the builder market and some of the remodel market could rebound, right? Yeah, and that's what we're looking at from your lips to God's ears, as they say. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. We hope that's what's happening. That's true. I've noticed on your uh, on your U.S. floor report that we're talking about this fourth quarter, you've added some new players. You've got Victoria in there. You've got Live Ventures, which everybody's watching right now. They're the ones that are talking about buying lumber liquidators and potentially a few other companies. And then you've got the company that owns Bentley, Belize, in there as well, right? That's correct. We also follow their stocks in our uh, mm-hmm. quarterly report, and that gives you an indication of what the market feels about what they're up to. And Live Ventures, for instance, stock is up 7% at the end of October. So it likes 
what they're talking about with LL flooring. That's the market. Whether they can handle it and whether that works out is another matter, but the market likes LL flooring going into the hands of Live Venture, who's already who already owns a retail operation. So besides owning Marquise Flooring, all right, Senator, we're out of time. Just wanted to quick get a, a read on what what you're talking about in your new report. Again, been talking to Santo Tercivia, an economist that focuses on the flooring business, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.